Hey everyone, welcome to the Sneaker History Podcast, where we dive into the people, stories, and iconic moments that have helped make sneakers a global phenomenon. If you've ever told someone that you like their kicks, then you're in the right place. Before we lace up this episode, here's a little teaser for you. Stick around to the end of each episode for the last shot question. It's a chance to test your sneaker knowledge and engage with our community. I've also recently started a newsletter to share my knowledge from nearly two decades of experience working in the footwear industry. You can find the link to that below or go to sneakerhistory.com slash newsletter for a weekly deep dive into the biggest topics in the sneaker business. All right, now that the business is taken care of, grab your favorite pair of kicks and let's get started with the episode. Jordan trying to shake off Starks. Oh, what a move! Against Gil, the crowd on its feet. Allen for the win! Welcome back to the Sneaker History Podcast. You're live. What up, what up? Welcome back to the Sneaker History Podcast. My name's Nick Gingval. With my guys, Mike and Robbie, talk some kicks. What's good, yeah. fellas? How you guys doing today? I'm doing good, man. Just uh, trying not to suck down go COVID in Texas. You know how they're trying to be crazy out here. <laughs> doing it and doing it and doing it well. <laughs> Just uh just a just a forewarning. Robbie's Robbie's been on the music tip already tonight. He's 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 been what? That's probably four tracks you spit out now yeah, in the nineties. Like Ten minutes kids. we've been setting up. <laughs> this is serious XM radio <laughs> sways universe. Hey. Man, he's so good. I mean, you you really you either don't know who he is because you're too young. Or you take it for granted because, like, you think like MTV stuff. Like, what up, world is a sway? MTV news. <laughs> like, that dude is so damn good. He's good. Like, hence why he has his own station. But like, uh, when I was driving, I listened to two different interviews in a row from him. And God, he's just so good. Yeah, dude. Five fingers of death. My favorite. My favorite deal that they do on that show. I heard LL Cool J on that. That's where Cool J came from when I hit you. Nice. With that. So it, it comes full circle. I'm going to shut up, though. Nick, how are you? <laughs> I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm just trying to make sure that all this stuff is running. Doing the live streams and, and recording this way is a little bit it, – it's just a little different. We don't have all the all the safety nets, so if we mess it up, you know, it's like you gotta, you got to, you know. All right. I, I feel responsible for it, but, you know. <laughs> Part of the reason why we started doing this is because I've been working my ass off on this South by Sneakers thing, which you might have heard a little promo if you're listening to this episode on a podcast platform. But um, basically, I wanted to put together, uh, a, you know, a kind of a series of conversations with a bunch of people from the sneaker industry, footwear professionals, footwear designers, YouTube creators, you know, podcasters. As many people as I could bring together, um, and you know, we're going to have a little bit of a little bit of offshoots on that too. So we'll have a you know, like a panel on trading cards, a panel on fitted hats, or or you know, just hats in general, because that's something I'm really passionate about. But um, I think it's going to be really dope. This is going to be you know, kind of a, a similar experience, I guess. But um, you know, just putting it all together and trying to put all these pieces together has been really challenging for me because I've never done it before. But I'm just like, you know, screw it. I'm gonna I'm gonna try it and see how it goes. Um, all the people that I won't be able to talk to every single person that's actually on the, uh, you know, uh, 
you know, on all of the panels, but I'm, I'm, you know, I'm excited because every person that has, has, you know, kind of committed so far is somebody that I would love to spend, you know, a half hour, hour of my time and just chop it up with. So I'm just stoked about this whole thing. And on top of that, like if you're in the sneaker history discord uh, and in Patreon, we got trivia night this weekend. Yep. It's going to be uh, like, it's going to be so fun. I'm so stoked. Shout out to Greg for, for putting all this stuff together. I think it's going to be amazing. So it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Excited. Excited. So that, that in, in a long form answer, Robbie is I'm good. Thanks for asking. <laughs> good. And we just decided that during trivia night, you can phone a friend and I'll be your friend. So I'll be there. <laughs> your lifeline. Uh, yeah. It's going to be good. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, what uh? What are you guys rocking? What are you guys copping this week? Yeah, so I decided to put these bad boys back on, trying to break them in some more. You know, Wildest Dude torched uh, his former team, but I threw on the Harden Volume 5 today to go to the comic book store. Uh, Mike, can we see the bottom of that shoe? Yeah, dude. Can you All see right. it? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I just – I just, I think I watched the Wear Testers review up, like kind of recently on it, and – I just didn't realize how much space is between all of those, oh, like, you know, lines or whatever. You know the kicker? If you look at uh, someone took a picture picture of Harden's PEs, pure herringbone. We get this nonsense, and he has herringbone in his. What? So, yeah, wow. yeah. I'm like, so I'm super just un, not excited to go put these on the court, knowing that he doesn't even want to play an insane grip. So, whatever. Um, but yeah, rock those today. Uh, Coppin, I mean, one thing definitely not uh, sneaker-related, but a new X-Men series came out for one of my favorite artists, so went grab me a few stacks of comic books today, and all right, uh, all right. I have something in the mail. It should be here tomorrow, and it is the, uh, the LeBron 16 Watch the Throne should be in my possession tomorrow, and that is one sneaker I was after for a good a couple of years, so I'm really excited to finally see it when it, uh, when it lands on my doorstep, so... That's nice, what I got, man. Nice. Where, where'd you end up picking it up from? I got it from Goat because it was the, probably the best price I saw it. Um, I checked around. I, I, it took me forever to pull a trigger, almost probably six, seven months because I just kept looking for a low price. And it finally dropped for some reason, uh, just kind of across the board. And I just snagged it while the while I was getting was good. Have you guys – so this is a little tangent before you yeah. talk about what you're rocking and copping, Robbie. Uh, Julie was uh, in the Discord, was selling some shoes, and we were talking about the, you know, where to sell used shoes, right? And I just mm -hmm. default to like always eBay. But have you guys ever bought a used shoe off a of goat? I sold them. I haven't bought them. Oh really? Uh, yeah, I've sold things I've like gotten to the point I don't wear anymore. So I sold my dunks that I skated in. They were just trashed, and I mean that's. People just will eat them up because they're dunks, but easy process. You take a couple pictures, you send it into them, they credit you, shoot it to PayPal. I mean, of course, they take their fees and whatnot, but I, I've seen a couple of people in Discord have some issues with all the platforms, but, you know, fingers crossed, I, I haven't yeah. had it, uh, had anything bad so far. eBay, all day, over $100. There's no. All that, yeah. And if it's less than 100 fuck it, it's free runs, whatever. So, uh, <laughs> Not a big deal, but no, I'm, I'm eBay all day. I don't, I've only bought 
two shoes ever off of StockX. I've never purchased anything on Goat. Because I try to really preach the don't buy from them. Mike, I'm happy you get what you need. And everybody else, there's a reason why they're in business. Let's put it that way. <laughs> People uh, like me who keep buying stuff. No. <laughs> you are looking for something at a price. And those websites make it very easy for you to go and check yeah. for a couple months. When yeah. you want it, click, click, boom, done. Yeah. So there's definitely reasons behind it. I'd rather wait for, I don't know what I'm waiting for. Like I checked <laughs> of shops and I, I have some things generally in mind that would be nice if they had, but like, you know, it's, it's the thrill of the hunt. I don't like to support those companies and that's just my personal choice. Support local. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, so what are you speaking of? What are you rocking and copping this, this week? I wanted to flip it back on you because my rocking and copping ties into kind of our. Okay. I, okay. I can, I can hop in. I'm actually kind of excited about this one because as, uh, as you might've seen in the last few episodes or in the discord, I've been digging a little bit deeper lately. So uh -oh. um, I got the, the staple pigeon. I should put this on full screen so people can see the can shoe see itself, it. but uh here we go. A little delay there. The Black Pigeons, uh, New Balance 577 V3. I mean, there's not a whole lot of staple, but you can see in there, like, it's uh, I don't know. Just, I, I love the pigeon theme. I think it's dope. It's clean. Uh, yeah, it's 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 kind of always one of my favorites. But, um, And related, I think because I threw on a pair of New Balances, I kind of went down the New Balance path today. And there's a, uh, as far as what I'm looking to cop, there's other than trying to cop the, uh, the Carolina Jordan ones for Robbie, there is <laughs> a, a New Balance 1500, like a black and white colorway that like originally released in like 2006 or something like that. That's coming back out. 1500 is definitely one of my favorite silhouettes from New Balance, uh, but that's definitely on the radar for me. I don't know. It's one of those shoes where they usually don't sell well. So you can get them for a discount, but when it's something that's an actual retro colorway, I could see it being uh, could see it be, being difficult to get oh, my yeah. hands on. So for, for at least for a discount. So, <laughs> all right, Robbie, what what do you got for us? The uh, New Balance cave or yeah, <laughs> whatever you fall into um, was heavy because I went down it too. Uh, the 990 V5, we were talking about New Balances, so I went and looked. Nice. And they didn't have any colors I wanted. The gray, the Nick loves, and everybody else loves wasn't doing it for me. I saw Noah had like a burgundy pair or like a wine pair. Those yeah. Like a, a wine. Those are really cool. But nothing for me this time, maybe in the future. But uh, I also went down the rabbit hole. That's that's the term I wanted, the rabbit hole. Um I didn't cop anything though. So today I wore the bread toe, um, aka sparkle toes. I don't know if you can see. <laughs> oh yeah, they're glittering, man. I can see them. Yeah, yeah. they are all glittered all over the place. It's, it's only the black, which is normal. I want to say close to like a third, if not a third, of my collection is sparkle toes. Um, great too, though. Like. It's, it's a bread toe, right? Half and half. It's like coffee and cream. that kind of go together. 
<laughs> I don't know what happened half is. I don't drink coffee. <laughs> but, uh, you know, Chicago and a bread kind of mixed together, had a baby, kind of with a, a black toe also. It's, it's, it's the best of everything, right? Because you get all three of those vibes mm-hmm. in one shoe. Don't pay resale prices for this. It's not worth it. God, no. Goes, the materials are nice, though. It has that kind of off-sale, off-white, creamy sale, not your traditional, like, white-white on the Jordan one. I mean, maybe mine's just yellowing. Who knows? But um, <laughs> very good shoe. Very, very good shoe. I think looking at it from that angle is like, God damn, that is a good-looking shoe. Because <laughs> I'm going to yep. put it back on right now. Yep. Dang it. Um, <laughs> And when it comes to Coppin, I'm all in on the, what do you want to call them, the University Blue or UNC? I believe the, the legal name is University Blue. It's government name. Government name. <laughs> um, it's a cool shoe. We were discussing why, why this shoe is so popular, like why this color in particular has like the internet kind of going crazy. Yeah. And... There's like three main reasons why I really want them. One, I'm at 18, so I need to get to 20. Jordan 1 OG highs. <laughs> All right. I just I got to hit that number, and these will be a good number 19. Um, number two, the baby blue, university blue, UNC, whatever you want to call it. Jordan 3s like, have scorched my heart. Like There's a burn in there from not buying them. Yeah. I don't want to make that mistake twice. <laughs> preemptive FOMO. But whatever. It's it just baby blue historically has not done it for me. But uh on the right Jordan model it really does look good. And number three, uh materials and three colors. Nick brought this point up and it got me thinking a couple days later, like, damn, all my favorite Jordan ones really do just have like three colors. So it doesn't go beyond three. Um, and that suede brush material looks very good. The leather looks kind of shitty, honestly. But um, this pair also has, it looks the same as these. So it's like a fake textured. It's not tumbled, but it's also not smooth. Um, so there's a little bit of feel to it, synthetic feel to it. I heard uh, it feels spongy. I was looking at a review. Someone had them early. They said it kind of feels like it's like they make something they put something behind to make it feel softer than what it is that do smoke and crack i probably but i'm just like look give you what i saw <laughs> he was so upset about it he's like <laughs> no but i mean it's the same material as this but just uh if it's not leather i want it to be like this like this is like brush yeah. so those are my three reasons you two are on the side of not really feeling it i mean, I mean I like the shoe a lot. Yeah. But, but I think I think I think you would be happier getting to 20 than I would be getting that shoe. So I'd rather throw in for you. But like it's definitely a shoe I would wear. And like from the, the close-ups that I've seen, the people that have had it already and, and put it out there, like it looks really good, right? Like I, I I'm with you. Like it's either that like really nice leather. I always go back to the shattered backboards, which is like taboo at this point but like i just always go back to the original shattered backboards and like this is the (laughs) (laughs) this is the level of like commitment to the quality leather that i and materials that i want but then like the one thing that i i 
think I mentioned maybe a, a couple months back when we did a, a full-on Jordan episode going through releases. This like, you know, material that's on the on these reminds me of the 2009 Shadow Gray Jordan ones, right? Because it's like, it's like super soft to the touch. It just is like a different beast altogether. And I think that, yeah, man, I think that is like totally a wearable shoe. It's just one of those things too. Like, I think you made the point of like, you're not going to wear it right away. It's going to be something you sit on and wear, a, you know, a year from now or whatever. I'm kind of in in a different mindset, at least right now. And that could change tomorrow. But like, I don't want to buy something if I don't want to just wear it right now. Right. Like if I don't feel like excited to wear it right now, I should probably pass it on to anybody else. Not like I actually am going to no, you're... get a pair, but. <laughs> <laughs> tempered expectations. I like it, Nick. You like you? <laughs> you got to keep it tempered, but. Yes, I got to hit 23 pairs. Yeah, it kicks with it. Yeah, very <laughs> and When I said 20, I'm like, fool, you know you're getting to 30. Uh, <laughs> so you can do it this year. Yeah, no, it will be this year. I already kind of have it plotted out. No, I'm kidding. Okay. Um, but um, to that point, it's like, oh, brain fart. I forgot, I forgot what you just said. <laughs> no, just like, you know, wearing it now versus sitting oh, yeah. for a while. So, like, 100% agree. Like, if I'm not going to wear a shoe now ish, I'm not going to buy it, but Jordan ones are like a nice vintage. Like it's Vino. Those shoes age. I mean, you don't want to let them sit for a decade, but Jordan one highs, the reason why they're so damn popular now and why old ones are still popular to a degree, you can, you can sit on them and they'll look just as good beat up. They'll look just as good. Brand new five years from now. It doesn't matter which way you go. I don't yeah. know what the hell I'm getting to those mochas. I have like three different brown Jordans. You and them brown Jordans, bro. Like that you had it. But when I bust them out dead stock in 2025, it's going to be like, oh, shit. <laughs> yep. Um, so I, I didn't pull up a review. I should do that real quick. Let's see here. We got do we got a review this week. Full screen stuff. Let's see that. I don't, I don't think we have. Let's see here. Now we've got a uh, no no reviews this week. So um, my achy breaky heart, damn. Yeah. So um, the other thing I was gonna actually ask about, well, actually, DJ Monte, shout out to DJ Monte Carlo in the in the chat. Are you guys excited to see the Air Max tuned retro iridescent make its comeback this month? So I am definitely excited about that. I think that if you if it weren't for the fact that we got retro. 90 retro air max one retro 90 retro 95 all the time i think that the 97 to 2000 era maybe even to 2001 or 2002 era of air max models is far superior to the originals in terms of comfort i love the styles like all that stuff to me is uh is is just far superior i don't know i don't know why we don't actually just get more um you know from like of those styles right like it just for some reason it just doesn't show up but maybe it's more expensive maybe i mean so the um air max plus three the the, the tray the one with all the aggressive lines on the heel those are like 200 bucks mm -hmm. go on sale so i mean like 
I'm not excited for that pair. I don't get, you know what I get excited about when I see a nice pair of Air Maxes for $90. Like that's what gets me excited for Air Max. Like, yeah. Um, it's, it's kind of like a dirt, dirty little secret. Like once a week, at least I just search Air Max. And for I sure. What went on sale? I searched cheapest first and I'm like, what good model can I get cheap? Cause when you search, there's a lot of trash colorways, but yep. there's a lot of really good ones too. And at a price point, the trash ones start looking good. <laughs> so it's like, oh, you want $70 for the $180 shoe? All right, you look a lot prettier now. <laughs> <laughs> well, so that's an interesting thing too, right? Like I obviously, uh, you know, like I obviously lean towards buying the things right away that I really want, right? If I can, if I'm in a position to spend, you know, the money. But with Air Max, I it's the prices are definitely pushing so so high all the time that uh, it's hard to it's hard to actually be like excited about it because you never really like you, you like once you get to like 130 140 range, right? You have to consider the other options at that price. So even though like yeah, like in the chat like 189 back in the day, even though that price point is way high back in the day, I still think that the the general population do, doesn't care enough about those models. So I assume that it's going to eventually hit some sort of sales rack, right? And like, I do the same thing. Like I'm usually on eBay once a day, looking at a bunch of random stuff. Um, today, actually I ended up, uh, what was it? The, the Air Span 2. There's like a, a gray and infrared colorway. I slept on, I mean, I didn't sleep on it. I just didn't want to pay full price. I didn't buy it at retail or from a retailer. Cause like the one time that I saw it, it was like 49 bucks. And they didn't have a size 13. And then, of course, like it's been in my eBay save searches for months now. Because that shoe released probably like two years ago at least. Yeah. But it, it showed up in one of the searches today. And I'm like, okay, should I pull the trigger? $69. Like, yeah, I want to, but. You're now on the clock. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <Yes>. Seconds. <laughs> no, I mean, and it's funny because like the infrared. 90 and the volt 95 i bought those release day so there's there's an asterisk generally readily available air maxes i'm not gonna pay resale i mean not resale retail for but the goody goodies you know uh, i'll fork over the 190 or whatever you tell me it is it's funny because i forget who just posted i think cody template um who does like swoosh supply and adidas alert and stuff like that on his youtube channel i think he posted uh the air max 95s last week and to me the 95s like typically don't sell out right but this time around for some reason they actually did so i don't know like what the gist of that is like i i don't think that the this particular one was made any better maybe it's just that you know sneakers are massively popular so shoes are selling out but it's it's kind of like the infrareds, uh, infrared ninety or Air Max three, right? Like that shoe to me was like, okay, I have to buy it. I have to buy it. I don't want to miss it. It's potentially going to sell out. There's like this weird like burst of energy at the very beginning of the release, right? Like right around the release, you see a bunch of retailers 
oh sizes are going away blah 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 all the all the like you know uh link dudes on on twitter like you know limited pairs left only these sizes left and you're like okay cool like i probably should pull the trigger on this then like a month later three weeks later you've got like oh there's like a full size run on sneakers and stuff there's a full size run on you know whatever that is so it's just one of those things where i just feel like it's so hard to know which particular colorways and which releases are actually going to sell out because there's no consistency in it whatsoever. Tell me when to go. Had <laughs> yeah. to step away for a second. Were y'all talking about those those what tuned air? Yeah, but I mean, y- yeah, y- just Air Max in general, right? Like this yeah. month being Air Max month. Oh, as they people need to are stop Air Max now. month. They have to stop because. No. <laughs> It's so much. There's no, they don't do anything special anymore. Like it's just literally, hey, how can we push all these Air Max that have been sitting on our shelves for two, three weeks or two, three months, and make people make it feel special? No, it, I'm gonna fight you on that just for this one because we got pictures <laughs> of the Air Max Bacon, Air Max Ninety Bacon. Is it gonna release? If it releases out, I'm I've right asked, there with you. I'm right there with you. I've asked a couple birds. And they're coming out like, definitively. Like they're coming out this. But is it gonna come out in March? So you said this yeah. year. Oh, that's where there's somebody that works in logistics in the Discord. I want to pick his brain right now. Everything's messed up right now. Like my cool gray. Yeah, everything. everything. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, they want to release it for Air Max Day. I bet you in 2019 when they greenlit that shoe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but maybe I mean March 2021, no problem. Yeah. So, well, they forecast that. But that's a very special. Speaking of, if you're if you're in the Discord, we're going to be giving away some of these uh, sneaker savant. Dude, I need a pack of those. Packs. They're they're fire. They're fire. <laughs> but that's trivia night Saturday. Sorry, I didn't mean to like jump oh, in with a, a sponsored <laughs> tweet there. <laughs> Every time you find, tag me. So so with the with the celeries, those Air Max the tune there, there was only a Europe release, and I've been seeing them online for like a grand. I'm like, there's no way in the world I'm buying an Air Max sneaker for a thousand dollars. Wait, which ones are a thousand dollars? The celery, the the tuned air. Hold on. Cause I was looking for them. I was like, oh, they released. They kept seeing stuff about them. They never said Europe exclusive, but turns out they were. And let's see here. Do 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 tuned air max OG celery. This joint right here. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. sure. I don't know what the last sell is. Let's see. If the last. I mean, the yeah. offer is 125 bucks. No one's gonna buy okay, it for a yeah. thousand. <laughs> but I mean, that's, that that that's that's that joke to me. But yeah, yeah. I, I wanted it, but I was just like, cool. I heard you mention earlier it's gonna pop up on like SNS or something, and I'll just snag it for 89 bucks eventually. <laughs> Look, I, I love Air Maxes. I actually really like the Air Max Day concept. I think that every brand should have a a day that they celebrate their brand with their customers and consumers because look that's that's something that people can get behind like throw their post up on the on the company instagram like people love to see that but the day is cool it's the month that gets me now yeah yeah i i can i can i can see you know like air max is such a a piece of all the different things like a couple years back they did uh more about the training side of air max right and like mm-hmm. the, the history on that i thought that was really interesting because the thing with air max is there's a lot to be told there's a lot yeah. it's, it's so deep and i think that's pretty exciting as a as if i was working at nike if they let you go a little bit further than just the running side it'd be really cool 
But yeah. to the $1,000 conversation, right? Like <laughs> any shoe for $1,000 that's an Air Max runner. Like, don't get me wrong. There are some Air Max runners that I absolutely would love to have. But any shoe for $1,000 is either got to be like super old and you can't actually wear it mm-hmm. or like way overhyped. Like there's nothing there's nothing recent to me that's worth $1,000 because the way I would think about it is like if I can get 15 pairs of Air Max for the same price that I would love to rock because yeah. I would even potentially argue that Air Max models as a whole have better general release colorways than almost every shoe uh-huh. made, right? Fast. Across the board, right? Fast. Part of that is because they also make ridiculous amounts novel. of colorways, right? <laughs> but like, just thinking about like how much we talked about the 90s last year, right? Mm-hmm. And how every colorway was just like, the, it's the same formula as Robbie talked about with the Jordan 1, right? The three color, you know, like, okay, you got maybe four with an Air Max because you've got that gray, that little bit of gray, mm-hmm. but it's like the white and gray, the white and gray upper, you know, white, black, and gray upper with like a hint of color or a hit of color on all the different spots. That's a winning formula to me, like almost every time. Yeah, simple. Keep oh. it simple. So the the Air Max One Evergreen, like the premium leather one that looks like an OG with the mini yeah. swoosh on it. Yeah, those yeah. Are super fast everywhere. There's a full size run at Kith. Yeah. Like, ah, full price though. Like they- <laughs> Good. 150 is tough for those, man. Because it has three colors. Yep. Four, three and a half. Beautiful. Yeah, man. I don't know. I don't know. So, yeah. so now here, here's like the plot twist of 2021 for you guys. It's it's March. We haven't had NBA All Star, so we don't have all the All Star releases this year that we would normally have. And now we're intermingling Air Maxes and and All Star celebrations all in one week basically right now because all-star weekend is sunday or all-star the all-star game is sunday i don't know if there's actually any weekend stuff the all the stuff that i've seen seems like be canceled so it's all in one day so there's no parties or anything but all the events are going to take place in one day so skills dunk game all in one day i don't even think they have a rookie where the rookies are i guess a world game do they have that this year i don't think so they didn't mention so. yeah they didn't mention that one but Everything's going to – it has to start like at 2 in the afternoon, right? How are you going to squeeze all this stuff in? I mean, really, when you cancel out the fanfare, it's not that hard. You think? I mean, to squeeze like, it in? Yeah, I think you can squeeze it all in. I do roll out, what, uh, six? No, five. Like five at the latest, right? The balls. Take off the five cards of balls. Let people dunk. I think the hardest part's the skill challenge. You got to hit a like set up an obstacle course. Yeah, yeah, do that one. You got the three point contest, which is a few rounds. Or they're both a few rounds. Let's they consolidate it to just to no. shorten it. Is it two o'clock? I'm I'm thinking noon. I'm like I'm thinking it has to be like I think early afternoon. Start this bad boy off and just run it through nine ten p.m. Get it all done. See if we can if we can so the game itself is at 5 p.m. Oh. Yeah, they start this thing at like 11 a.m. <laughs> what channel is it on? I'm trying to get a sandwich. That's the, Wait, that's yeah, that's 5 PBS, p.m. Huh? West Coast, right? Is it so if it's 5 p.m. West Coast and it's 7 our time here, Central. And it should yeah, be TNT. Crazy. It should be TNT All-Star. Oh, the TNT app. 
which is actually a really good app. Let's see here. There's, Wait, the, the game is on the TNT app? No, it'll be oh. on TNT, but <laughs> the TNT app works. is It's yeah. live, and it streams up to your screen. Like, you can't just watch it on your phone. Maybe yep. you can. Yeah, yeah, you can, but it's it's a it's a solid screen or stream. Like I've never had issues with it with the yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Anywho, it's just it's all very sudden, but it's not. I mean, everybody was just waiting. It's kind of hard to plan when the league itself is waiting. All right, I got it here for us. Yep. Oh my god, I don't know how this is gonna work. So it will be Sunday, March seventh, on a TNT. It will start at 6.30 Eastern, so 3.30 you guys' time. It would be the Taco Bell Skills Challenge and three-point contest from uh, 6.30 Eastern to 8 p.m. And at 8 p.m. Eastern, the All-Star Game will start. Halftime of the All-Star Game will be the dunk contest. Shout-out to Taco Bell. That makes me hungry. Nah, let's get this man a burrito. (laughs) Oh, man. I don't know. Oh, cool. We have the the Liz Beecroft interview at eleven, so I don't have to miss it. Nice. <laughs> miss the game, I would not miss her. I, I don't have to miss the game. Yeah, and no man. one wants to be there, so they're just going to be phoning it in. I think. Well, it's it's just tough to to do anything without fans, man. It just oh, it yeah. takes away like even like this podcast. Like I like talking to you guys. I love talking to you guys. I I would I would hang out with you guys if we lived in the same damn place. Yeah, but like. Part of it is the interaction we get. Like a huge part of it is like now with the Discord and the Patreon like supporters, we get to have co- like crazy conversations with people that we would miss in regular social media feeds, mm-hmm. right? Because like there's so many people constantly, you know, talking and stuff. So I just think that's cool. It's like you, you almost get like more of a real relationship with people. And I feel like there's like the trouble with that for like sports is that the league would have to determine who gets in, right? Yeah. NBA did a cool stuff last year where people got to like pop up on screen and, and be in the stands digitally. I thought that was a pretty cool thing. Oh, yeah. and, the, and Major League Baseball did the same thing. Like the Giants did the same thing where like you could get a selfie and, you know, have it printed out and put there. it in the seat and stuff. But yeah, um, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, DJ Monte Carlo says, thoughts on the all-star releases, Jordan one, high and low, dunk high, phone posit. I didn't see a high and low. I, I'm look. I was looking for it right now when I saw his comment pop up. I saw a mid, but it's it's that same. It's a carbon fiber print on white. It looks like the like just a black white Jordan pattern, but it's supposed to be inspired because it was supposed to be in Indianapolis. Yeah, it's got the carbon fiber, right? Yeah, it's carbon. It's almost like a patent carbon fiber, but it's. I just see the mid, and it has the Jordan Motorsport logo. You know, with the jumping in the circle on it both in the insole and on the tongue. I mean, it looks nice. Um, Motorsport. Put that sport. I mean, <laughs> if, if those, if, yeah, like I'm actually really into that shoe. If, if those, yeah, if, the, if those ended up, you know, available maybe at a discount or something or, or somebody gets them and is like, doesn't realize it's a mid, like I'm going to just raise my <laughs> hand here now. I'll take it. Um, but like, I think the color, the color concept, and everything tied to to Indianapolis is super dope. Yeah. I actually, I don't know if you guys saw the, uh, um, if you saw the uh, all all star jerseys that were like Pacers inspired. 
No, I haven't seen any of the jerseys. I thought they were just going to do home and away because I have seen zero jerseys so far. They popped up on Twitter and definitely not something that I uh, – not something I would normally be a fan of because I actually don't like the original Pacers jerseys from – I forget what era it is, but it's like the early Reggie Miller days, right? It's like, yeah. uh, you know, kind of has that like – like fast looking logo, which I think is great for the Pacers, right? Like I love the theme and being into cars. I think that it's cool that they tie these things in. That's yeah. why I like these Jordan ones. Um, and, and I like the dunks too. I mean, honestly, either one of them, but I, I think I like the Jordan one actually a little bit better out of those, but. You like the foams? You know what the carbon fiber mint foams? I don't know yeah. what that, I don't think it's carbon fiber. I don't know what it is. I, I just, I've only had a couple of pairs of foams throughout the years and I just never wear them. They're just so heavy and bulky that it's kind of like I have like a couple of pair of boots, right? That I, you know, if, if I'm, you know, if I live in Texas this year, I would have been prepared. Right. Cause, but like, I don't wear them. Like I just don't, right. I like, I mean, even, even now, like rainy days, I like, I've been wearing like a, the, the sneakers and stuff, DMX run 10 mm-hmm. every time it rains because it's, it's like almost like waterproof, <laughs> chunky ass shoe. My feet don't get wet in any way. I don't have to worry about it. It's easy to clean off afterwards because it's a super like it's all 3M upper. So it's like all easy to oh, wipe yeah. off. It but... rolls off. Yeah. So, I mean, all three of those shoes are kind of whack, in my opinion. The foam posit yeah. ones and the dunks. What looks really good from Jordan brand, in my opinion, is the 35. So mm. guys that are gray, black, and infrared, again, three colors. And just <laughs> where you have little hits of infrared on a Jordan model, it just does something different. But above all of that, it's a kind of a suede quilted collar. And I love a quilted collar on Jordans. It reminds me of like the Don C's. Russell West Russell Westbrook just wore a PE of some quilted like monochrome you're uh, talking about these guys right i am yeah just yeah. the quilted collar just looks so good on jordan models i don't know why yeah this is similar to what they did with the 34 last year they made a premium more more premium model but they did a sh- like a kind of a zip shroud on the 34 which actually looked really good yeah the, the zipper was crazy a little too crazy for me but this is just <laughs> now it's just a, a great looking shoe, performance shoe. I mean, yeah. everyday wear, the window's a little jarring. Yeah, but a little, still clean though. Man, if you're anybody, including Zion Williamson on the court, you're going to be killing it in these. Yeah. Yep. So uh, we, we started to talk about this before we started recording, and I'm going to pull up the, uh, the actual releases, but. Um, it seems like the releases for Nike basketball for their all-star collection are, are kind of all over the place. Like you got like the zoom freak two, the PG five, um, you, you know, the Kyrie. the Kyrie, the KD and the LeBron, but they just, sorry, I don't know why my screen is in, uh, is in British pounds there, but <laughs> I'm somehow connected to the Great Britain site. Um, I see they have stuff available. Can we buy it from there? <laughs> yeah. 
So I don't I don't dislike any of these colorways. I actually think all the colors are are pretty decent. I'm not a fan of the PG, like the green on the PG. I think they're just better colorways. I like the Zoom Freak 2 colorway a lot. It almost reminds me of like an ACG shoe. Yeah. I think the Kyrie 7 is probably one of my favorites so far. Um, and even LeBron, like LeBron 18, I, I, I'm, I'm like fascinated by the shoe, but I just don't want to spend, you know, damn near $200 on it. But that's a great colorway, right? I think it's yeah. just super dope. But it's just weird because, you know, we we haven't like, I just don't see why it's even like, Like, what's the story? Like, uh, you know, Robbie kind of Robbie kind of said it, but I guess like, how, why are we not like, if is this because things were delayed, and or is this because All Star was thrown off and shifted? So like, are there are there a bunch of random samples for like Pacers colorways of some of these you know signature shoes that we're gonna see pop up down the road? I don't know. What do you guys think? I mean, yeah, they would have had to have made the shoes already for this. So they're, I, if they are, they're just hanging around in the warehouse somewhere waiting for some random drop this year because they're not going back to Indianapolis for a while because I think they moved them out two or three more years for the next one. Um, but I just don't understand the thought process behind this because it's play for the future. It is supposed to uh, – Nike is, says it's emphasizing clean – Air, renewable, recycled energy, safe agriculture, and clean water. But none of these shoes are. They're, I mean, they're not in, like any of the space hippie type deals, like the, um, oh my god, the Cosmic Unities. They didn't even do the same process. So, I think this was just kind of slapped together last minute to say, hey, we got to do something, and we're going to name this, and hopefully it sticks. But it just doesn't make sense. With it, it is really counter intuitive to what they're trying to do with all the space hippie stuff and you can bring out normal shoes no recycle build to them and just call them you know oh this is supposed to support x y and z i think it's kind of silly all right so devil's advocate and while i go on my tangent you two think about ranking these worse to best <laughs> in my head but you two get to thinking about it all right devil's advocate since the galaxy pack there hasn't been any uniformity except for maybe two packs. I know the Black History Month is all uh, the 2017 Black History Month stuff slash All-Star was all white, black, and gold. But for the most part, All-Star is a time where each player really kind of shows them. So, like, them not telling a visible story throughout the five shoes doesn't bother me one bit. On the flip side of that, the Galaxy Pack was all different from one another, but had underlying themes going through all of them that connected it. So for like sustainability, I see it all here. The LeBrons are like the sky. The Paul Georges are like the earth. The Kevin Durants are like the weather. Weather, I don't know. Kyrie <laughs> is hot lava. And then Giannis is killer clowns. So like every <laughs> everything covered, everything covered. But for killer clownish, the Giannis is definitely the best looking one. This from like a, a colorway from a model perspective, it's not my favorite looking model of them all. But from like an all star feel and a colorway look, 
that gives me something special. It gives me a, a special all-star feel. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I mean, it, it's not the fact that I don't care if the stories like interlock. I just think the story doesn't make sense because I feel like if you're going to tell a story, shouldn't you be using, you know, the recycled materials on a shoe as opposed to just building them saying construction? Like I can give a crap about, you know, if they're sup- supposed to like look alike or look a certain way. It's just I feel like they're just they just slap something on there and it did, doesn't make sense with their other initiatives if that's what they're trying to do. I mean, that's kind of like why I'm asking if it, if it's like a, a supply thing or, you know, there's so many things that. Like, it's definitely all messed up right now, right? Like supply chain stuff is is like absolutely bananas. We yeah. are not seeing it as consumers, you know, the way that I think, like, like Robbie said, I, I forget. uh is it it's i think it's uh sweet souls uh in the in the discord works in the logistics business and you know was talking about this pretty like how how bad it really is mm-hmm. i think that that is a uh, um i think that's super like undercover right now like i think all the companies that are like constantly buying and and you know shipping products from overseas are doing everything they can to like just cover the gaps in product releases and you know keeping them whatever normal they can keep um i do think that like i think that because we saw so many and this isn't just nike right like all the brands tried to do it and we'll get into like the oddity of of the other brands not even really stepping up for all-star at all this year they haven't nobody's announced anything but I do think that like consumers kind of got a little, a little bored of, of the whole, you know, like let's do this big theme for all-star because, you know, once you had galaxy a couple of times and, you know, once you, once you've done like the, you know, the, the city themes and and whatnot, and, you know, like, don't get me wrong. I, I think most of those have been executed incredibly well, even if I didn't personally like, the colors of the shoes or whatever, right? I think back to like the Kobe's, right? When they dropped all the different like LA, you know, stories. That was that was amazing. And I don't know that, you know, like I don't know that there's enough energy to to do that at this point because one, because when you're playing in smaller markets, it's just tough, right? Like, you know, nothing against a smaller cities. Like, I would love to see Sacramento get the All Star Game at some point, um, but the reality is like there's something different about, you know, New York, LA, Chicago, maybe Houston, maybe Miami, but everybody else is, is it's challenging to get the rest of the country, you know, really excited about it, especially with releases, right? Because there's something weird about not weird, but there's something about like even LA or New York or Chicago that, that feels very aspirational to people. And I think that you can do LA themed shoes and sell them, you know, fairly easily to any consumer across the country, but to do it the other way around and say like, you know, like the Pacers stuff, like I have tons of friends in Indy from working at finish line. And I know that, you know, they deserve to have themed sneakers and stories attached to their city. And I think that's awesome. But like, I personally probably wouldn't buy most of those unless it was like maybe those pinstripe Pacers jerseys from, from, you know, the the Reggie era, but you know but like to to see how that comes together i don't i can't i can't see it coming together in a way that appeals to a massive enough audience to make it 
something that the brand should really strive for. Yeah. Um, unless, you know, like, like, you know, flipping it onto the conversation around the sustainability stuff and the play for the future concept. And like, if that's actually, you know, a, a, like, uh, you know, a conscious, an effort to make the shoes more consciously then absolutely like move forward with this and try to do it in a way that gets people educated and inspired to be thinking about this stuff as, you know, um, as they're consuming the products. Right. But I think that, uh, you know, I think the, the, this collection, even if it was great, right. Let's say, let's say I would probably give this collection like a, a six or a seven out of 10, just because there's no thorough, you know, connection between them. Right. Mm-hmm. Plus Robbie, Robbie's on the nose. And then which case I'll give him a nine, but because you don't have that, you know, like whole vibe going on, it's really hard on top of all the other drama of moving the all-star game, moving everything that's going on. And, you know, I don't know, but So to, to Robbie's point, how would you rank these? Uh, LeBron, Katie, Kyrie, Giannis, and then PG. Nick, you go ahead. Uh, so I would probably go um, – sh- well, shout-out to DJ Monte Carlo in the chat. Thanks for tuning in, man. We really appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Um, I would go – Zoom Freak, Kyrie, LeBron, KD, and PG. Based off of these colorways. Yeah, yeah, strictly off the colorways. We have very different lists. So I put the Freak one also number one as the best. But then I got to go KD, Kyrie, Paul George, and then LeBron last. Interesting. LeBron last, huh? Baby blue. I just know that battle knit, ultra knit, whatever it is. You you messed that up once, and it's it's game over. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's not going to do very well. But like the the KD thirteen has. I haven't bought a model yet. I haven't bought a colorway yet. But I've always been like four or five. That are just so damn ugly, they're cool. Like a couple that are just so out there. I'm like, okay, I could I could get behind that kind of craziness. And yeah. I just haven't pulled the trigger yet. I, I don't think I'm going to here either, but they're uh I'm very interested in them again. Nice. So so let's 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 take the colors off. How do you guys feel about those five models in terms of you know the like just the models themselves? Oh, how oh. would you rank them that way? In that case, I would go Kyrie, LeBron, KD, Giannis, and then the PG last. I'm just not a big PG shoe fan. This is the worst right. shoe them yet, and and this isn't a bad shoe either. Just the first three and a half. But some of the best tech though, he has like that what the Air Strobel, which they need to like. He has the Air Strobel, and I think KD has a Zoom Strobel in his. Uh, I mean, LeBron has everything. I just if they would they put that same technology in the Kyrie's, those would be so comfortable and so good on court. They just they're meant for a guard, like really, like a 
I guess a shifty active guard, so there's not a lot of cushioning for court fills. That's like a turbo zoom turbo unit in it, but it's not really thick. So I, I would go, I would go zoom freak PG five LeBron Kyrie KD. Ah, interesting. I actually like the PG five quite a bit. The only thing that I'm actually kind of let's like I'm really hesitant on is the like the like uh you know like the kind of se- the the like plastic weld type of things where yeah. you have the fuse stuff. I, I typically don't like the way that feels on foot or the way not even on foot just like it's not a it's it's just not something I'm really into. Um, so that's kind of been the one re- one thing that's kept me away from it. There hasn't been a colorway that I was like, oh shit, that's the colorway I have to have. <laughs> but I do, th- I do think like that's probably my favorite out of the bunch, just right out of the gate. The one thing about the Zoom Freak is I think that they've done really good with these colorways this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and like looking at this, right, like that's a that's like you throw that on any of the models, and that's probably the best colorway. Uh, you know, out there of all these. The only thing with that one is like, uh, you know, I, I'm not a huge fan of the the lime green on the inside, but you know, I could live with it. It's a little because it's, it's it's a little too much violet blue. You put that bright color on the medial side and it looks really good. Yeah. Fire. I mean, you make anything purple and black, Nick's gonna buy it. Let's just <laughs> purple, black, or orange and black. He's on it. That's but, like, but it, it is the like ACG vibe about this shoe that oh, yeah. I really really like. Yeah, I like the laces. They did. I like they have like the multicolor lace that kind of gives an extra pop as well. Matches the swoosh. Mm-hmm. Yep. I am all backwards from you guys, so I think the eighteen, the Braun eighteen is the best, and then the KD thirteen, then the Kyrie seven, then the Paul George, then the Freak. Hmm. All right. All right. Also very different. I mean, the LeBron is just like gorgeous, man. Just super nice. I just can't justify the price. If it's you know, I. But the thing is, you know, they all go down. You'll you'll get be able to get them for 110, 120 bucks. You know, by what June, July. They'll go down, down in the earlier round. Yeah. I mean, the, the LeBron is like an art piece, though. That's the thing for me. It's like I almost don't know if I would wear it if I had it because it's just so intricate. I'm going to marry that shoe. I'm going to marry that shoe. <laughs> oh, man. No, but like it's, it's a very – I mean, it's a very technical-looking shoe, and I thought that same way about the 16 and 17. And I, and I actually enjoy wearing my 16s and 17s yeah. on the street. The, the 15, I don't like wearing on the street. I don't like wearing the 15, period. I like the way it looks, though. So to Nick's point, I'm, if I got it, I might just like look at it. Instead of like, <laughs> Thank you, T. Yeezy. I, I got that follow-up, boy. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, after you said it, I'm like, oh, god dang it. Yeah, just like, I'm yeah, still going. I I'm not going to stop at this point. I'm just going to keep going. <laughs> because I, I, I heard it, and I saw, I saw Mike a little hesitate, and I <laughs> see Robbie kind of like hiding the grin over there behind the mic, and I was like... <laughs> Are we going to talk about that? <laughs> we're just going to keep going. Like, no, we're going to keep moving forward. <laughs> Wilson. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's fine. Oh, man. 
Well, I, I mean, so general general all-star vibe, We've, I think we're all kind of on the same page. Everybody kind of missed the boat this year for obvious reasons. Yeah. Do you think that we will see, like, last-ditch efforts in the next couple of days from any of the other brands, or no? I think they're going to say, hey, go ahead and make a custom. Just, we don't want to spend the money at this point. No one's buying it anyway. Go, go make a custom, make a one-off, we'll call it a day. I don't think they could say anything to him because everything you say to him takes him one step closer to the edge. <laughs> oh my god, he's gonna keep going with this. Oh there. man, <laughs> I can't with this guy. All right, well, uh, yeah. I don't. I mean, what do we even? What do we even say? <laughs> you can't end it. No, like you. Uh, music. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we appreciate all of you rocking with us, listening to us, tuning in on the Twitch stream, uh, watching this on YouTube. Honestly, it's just good to talk to you guys. I am I'm stoked to to catch up with you guys, and it's been fun. So, yeah, um, guys, we'll, let's let them know where they can find you. Yeah, yeah. Find me on Instagram and Twitter at MadWatcher789, YouTube at Mike Guillory, and of course, Sneaker History at all times. Robbie, where you at, buddy? You can find me at R A H B E O two. I just need to point out that I am—I actually laughed myself to tears here. So <laughs> that's why I love this show. Uh, I love you guys. You can follow me at Nick Ingvall on all platforms, but more importantly, at Sneaker History and follow the South by Sneakers account. It's just yes. South X Sneakers, and uh, look out for a schedule coming in the next uh, couple days. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you on the next one. Peace. See ya. I got broke out because you put my name on it. Later. <laughs> hey, y'all. Nick Ingvall here. Before you take off, I want to thank you for listening to the Sneaker History Podcast. It really means a lot that you would spend a portion of your week hanging with us. And if there are any ways that we can improve the podcast for you, please leave us a review on iTunes. If you're looking for more content from the Sneaker History crew, head over to patreon.com slash sneaker history and join us for as little as five bucks a month. That also gets you access to our Discord group, which is a lot of fun. Also, make sure you're subscribed to our YouTube channel. We just started uploading our videos there now, so you can watch the video version of the pod and a lot more. Last but not least, tell someone you like their kicks today. It's a small gesture that can go a really long way to making somebody's day a little bit better. Thanks again, and we'll catch you on the next one. Peace. Hey, hey, Nick here again. Before you take off, I want to thank you for listening to the Sneaker History Podcast. Be sure to hop into our Discord to answer this episode's The Last Shot question and get to know our community of sneaker enthusiasts. If you'd like more insights on the trending topics in the sneaker world, I've also recently started a newsletter to share my knowledge from nearly two decades of experience working in the footwear industry. You can find the link to that below or go to sneakerhistory.com newsletter. And last but not least, tell someone you like their kicks today. You never know how far a simple compliment can take you, and we all know how good it feels to be on the receiving end of some appreciation. Thank you for all the support, and we will catch you on the next episode. Peace.